the fact that you are born again, the blessing of the Lord is a guarantee. Whether you walk in that blessing or whether you walk in the fullness of that blessing is dependent on certain things. The blessing of the Lord has been given. The blessing of the Lord is a guarantee for every believer. Whether you get to walk in the fullness of that blessing, whether you get to walk in the full operational grace of that blessing, whether you get to walk in the fullness of that blessing is dependent on certain things. Amen. So we will be in a space where God is doing things. God is doing, God is just doing things. Like things are just happening. Things are just happening with or without your knowledge, with or without your hand. But then there are certain people who will never get to enjoy the place of being partakers of the things that God is that the things that God is doing. For example, if we get into a get into a space where, where, where there's just healing, there's just healing, there's just too much healing, and we enter into 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 a house, there's a sick person, she gets healed, she gets healed. We enter into a town and the people in that town get healed. We enter into a hospital, the people in that hospital get healed. Like there's just a, a, a breakout of healing. Amen. So it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. But there are some people who will never get to enjoy the fact that healing has come through their hands. Because they don't walk in a level of knowledge. Because they are naive. For lack of a better word. There is a naivety in Christianhood that has been brought about by the teaching of grace. Okay? There is a naivety in Christians that has been brought about by the teaching of grace. Let me say that again so that you don't think I'm missing, missing my words. We are in a dispensation of grace and the dispensation of grace has been taught like it is a free for all thing. It's like kuna time wasal kuna job and then Christ come. That is a level of naivety. There are certain things that you get without working, and there are certain things you must know how to work inside grace, or you are enabled by grace to work them so that they can appear. Amen. 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 Wanna ask This is the contradiction. And the contradiction is that the works were finished. <laughs> that the works were, that we are living in the finished works of, of Jesus Christ. That we live in the finished works of Jesus Christ. And if the works were finished, then we cannot do what? We cannot do what? We cannot work because the works were. <laughs> But without the basis or without the foundation of knowing what it means to be to have finished works, then we create an attitude and a space of laziness 
Păi mă cer cu Domnul cu ziua. Bine am oare? Without, with, with, without an understanding, without, without, without a foundation, it is, it is easy not to have certain things in operation in your life. It is easy not to have certain things operate through your life because of the notion and the idea that the works were finished. And because the works were finished, then things should just operate by themselves. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, what what does it mean? What does it mean when it says that the works were finished? You see, grace is a product of work. Grace is a product of work where the superior gets to work so that the what's the what's the opposite of the superior because it's not inferior in this case it's, it's inferior where the superior gets to work so that the lesser one can enjoy the benefits of the work amen like Grace is a product of work. So our work was done so that grace can be, can be provided. It is where the superior got to work so that the person who is less superior can enjoy the benefits of the work and so live in grace. Okay? So the superior got to die so that the inferior does not die but do what? but live through the death of the superior. So in essence, when the, when the inferior lives, they die in the death of the superior so that they can pertain the life that has been gotten by the death of the superior. Let me say that again. A father wakes up in the morning, goes to work, so that his children can enjoy the benefits of the work. What are the benefits of the work? Going to school. But when they go to school, it is not that they will not work in school. Because if they do not work in school, then it means that the grace that has been provided is futile because it does not empower them to work. So when they are in school, they do not work for their school fees. Because their school fees had already been worked for. But in essence, the children in school have also to work. Amen. Amen. This is the contradiction. That the works were finished. And if the works were finished, then I require not to work. But the works were finished so that I do not work to obtain the power that sustains the work that I need to do. Amen. Amen. James says that, that, that show me your faith and I will show you mine. What? Show me your faith and I will show you my works. Because there can be no faith without works. Because faith without works is what? Faith without works is what? You see, faith is supernatural. But faith can be seen. Because Jesus says that I have never seen faith. 
faith as this. I have never seen great faith as this. He talks to someone, I can't remember who. You can remember who because you did your Sunday school better than I did mine. <laughs> I have never seen faith as great as this. And faith cannot be seen in essence. But how faith is seen is through the works of faith. If I cannot see your works, then I cannot see your faith. Amen. Amen. And there's a level that you have to get to, that you have to understand that the grace that had been released, the grace that has been released is for us to work, for us to be operational in work. Not that we can obtain the grace, but so that this grace that had been worked for can empower our work. Amen. 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 For us to understand, for us to understand what works and how to work, then we have to go to <clears throat> The, the we have to go back to a dispensation that operated through works. For us to understand how to partake of grace, for us to understand how to receive of the finished works of grace, then we have to go to a dispensation that works did the work, that works obtained the grace so that we can be able to receive of the grace. Am I making sense? I feel like I'm not making sense. No, no, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's a place. Sometimes, sometimes the things of God confuse me. Sometimes they confuse me because they are meant to confuse me and then shake me up a little bit and then come back. Question. If you want to understand an image, what do you look at? What? It's not a trick question. So if you want to understand an image, what do you look at? What? Okay. Anyone else? Okay, an image is a reflection of a subject according to the laws of physics. The object. If you want to understand an image, you look at the object. Alright? So, uh, in this case, we are not looking into a mirror. Okay? We are not looking into a mirror. Like we, we are not forming the image out of a mirror. We are forming an image out of uh, what what Zach does. So if you want to understand what if you want to understand the things that have proceeded from Zach, Zach and Afana, we have to look at Zach so that we can understand the things that Zach is doing. Alright? That that is that is that is the normal way of how things work. 
but sometimes, most of the time, when it comes to spiritual matters, if you want to understand the subject, you look at the image. And the reason it takes us so long to understand the subject is because we are looking at the subject. We are searching out for the subject to understand the image. Okay? So we want to operate in the spiritual realm. So we are, no, we want to operate in the physical realm through the spiritual realm. Like we want to bring things that are from the spiritual realm into the physical realm so that we can, we can be called spiritual people, all right? You get what I'm saying? So in order to do that, we are so fixated on looking at the spiritual realm so that we can manifest it. Or rather, we want to understand this, the we want to understand the subject. In this case, the subject is the spiritual realm. So we are busy looking at the subject, and at that point, we cannot see the subject. But it has been made available to us, the image, so that as we look at the image, we can understand the subject. The best way to learn the spiritual realm is to learn the natural realm. Okay? 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 The best way to know God is to know Esther. He basically tells, he tells it to us that how can you say you love God whom you do not see, yet you do not love a brother who you see? So it goes beyond no loving the brother into I have to know Caleb so that I get to know God. I have to see Caleb so that I get to see God. All right? So there are certain things that we have to to know and learn. Let's go back to, to, to works and grace the Lord. There's a demand for an informed Christian. There's a demand in the spiritual realm for an informed Christian. There is a demand. There is a demand from God. In our time, there's a demand from God for an informed Christian. There's a demand from God for an informed Christian. And in this case, it is not information. It is not stacking up information. It's not, it's not, it's not the information of knowing where scriptures are. It is not the information of quoting scriptures. 
it is not the information of knowing the 12 disciples, the names of the 12 disciples. It is not that kind of information. It is information of knowing how to work the realm that God operates in. You see, every system has a way in which it should work. Every system that is put in place has a way in which it should work. See, God has a system. God has a system. There are attributes of God that 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 if you that, that when you get to know them, you get to work them. And when you get to work them, then you get to, to have a produce of the work that you have done. God is merciful. God is very merciful. God is very merciful. God is very merciful. And we thank God for his mercy because it is his mercy that has enabled us to get the things that we have through the ignorance that we carry. It is his mercy that has enabled us to have the things that we have to operate the way we operate in the ignorance that we carry. God looks at us and sometimes he wonders what's wrong with these people. Until he writes it, he says that my people perish for lack of like a But because of his mercy, he gets to release certain things. <laughs> Let me give you a, a, a real life example. I know we've all done this. Have you ever cast Holy Ghost fire when you are? say, I'm to manifest. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost! God has put you here to collect. What? Because the fire of the Holy Ghost is not for casting out demons. The fire of the Holy Ghost is not for casting out demons. The fire of the Holy Ghost is for the people who are born again. The fire of the Holy Ghost is to ignite us. You see on the day of Pentecost, they had tongues like that, like they had tongues of fire on their head. They were not manifesting or casting out demons. Elijah, is it Elijah? Yes, it is Elijah, with the prophets of Baal. He calls out on the fire to do what? To consume the sacrifice. Who is the sacrifice? Who is the sacrifice? You are the sacrifice. You are the sacrifice. The fire of the Holy Ghost is not for casting out demons. And we are getting into that space 
where your level of maturity will betray you. In essence, that when you continue to grow, you continue to become mature, and when you continue to become mature, you become mature without knowledge, and you are casting out demons without the Holy Ghost fire, and God will step aside. So that you get to that place where you understand what it is, what what weapon is for what? What is for what? What knowledge is for what? So you are in the spiritual realm. And because you are in the spiritual realm, the fire of the Holy Ghost is not for casting out demons. You cannot work it out like that. So God is bringing us to the place where we need to be informed. We need to be informed. Can I tell you another thing? The blood of Jesus is not for covering you. The blood of Jesus is not for your protection. The blood of Jesus is not for your protection. He says that I will release my angels to guard you. So to protect you so that you do not dash your foot against the stone. In fact, the blood of Jesus is not for you. Alright? <laughs> I'm saying for you to understand certain things of grace, you have to go back to the place of what? For you to understand the new covenant, you have to go back to the old covenant so that you can understand. Alright? Let's go. Let's look at the blood. Let's look at the blood, okay? Uh, so, God sends the angel of death on the children of Israel by Egypt. And when he sends the angel of death, he tells the children of Israel to take blood and put it on their post. So that when the angel of death comes, he will pass. And where there was no blood, the angel of death killed the firstborn. He says, take the blood, put it on your doorpost, so that when I come, I will pass over. So, it was like this. God came, saw no blood, and when he saw no blood, it means that there was no atonement. So he killed. The blood of Jesus is to stop God from killing you. The blood of Jesus is for God. The blood of Jesus is not for your healing. Scripture says, confess your sins one to another so that there may be healing. Call on the elders, lay your hands on the sick, and they shall be healed. Not speak the blood of Jesus. So when Christ died and his blood was shed, his blood covered us. Not from protection against the enemy, but from protection against God. God was so mad that he would release his wrath on us. So he sent his son to pour his blood so that his blood can cover us. So that when he sees us, I see the blood. And when I see you, I see the blood. And when he sees the blood, he, his wrath is quenched. So anyone without the blood, without the covering of the blood, is not protected from the wrath of God. The devil has no place. 
So stop wasting the blood of Jesus. When the children of Israel would come, they would bring a goat and they would lay their hands on the head of the goat and there would be a transference of their sin to the goat and then a sacrifice was, was made and then the blood was taken and the blood was sprinkled on the altar so that when God would, when God would see the blood, he would forgive, he would, they would atone for their sins and God would protect them for that year and then the next year they would bring another God and then the next year they would bring another God. Remember Job? Remember Job? Yeah. Job, it says that Job made a sacrifice for his children continuously. He made a sacrifice for his children continuously for their protection against the wrath of God. Even when the devil came and started taking things away from Job, God, Job would still make that sacrifice for him and his family until he had no goods to slaughter. And you, you see, God allowed the devil to come and, and take away everything from Job despite the blood. Despite the blood. Despite the blood. <laughs> despite the blood. Let's go to Corinthians. Let's explain this thing about the blood and that. So that we get more clarity. Second. Manifest Martin. That after he left Kuchaya, that after he left Lord's table, he caught me. He lay a ball. Touch it out for me. against the enemy. 
for us to grow, we have to be emphasized on certain things and, 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 and emphasize on certain things. Because as we continue to grow, new, 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 new revelation begins to spring up. Amen. So can begin can bleed the blood of Jesus? We spell like, oh God, look at these ignorant people. No, 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 no. Remember that God is merciful. And because God is merciful, He understands what they are saying. <laughs> Alright? Alright? So this is the account of Paul when he met Christ, when he was taught by Christ. And when he was taught by Christ, Christ came show. And there's something so powerful, something so powerful about, about this scripture that, that I was taught the other day. And the difference between this account in scripture and, and what the disciples write. Okay? So, uh, it so happens, I'm explaining the, the scripture, when the disciples are writing about the Lord's table. Okay? Uh, remind me your name. Thank you. Mary. So, on this day, uh, I decide to have dinner at my house, huh? right? I invite Mary, I invite Sarah, I invite Winnie, I invite Grace, I invite uh, Liam, I invite uh, Mama Francis, I invite, invite Mama Rudy, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So I invite the 12 disciples, the 12 ladies in the room, huh? Okay? And they come, and I tell them, you know what, I'm going to die, yeah? I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And uh, because I'm going to die, I want to show you what you guys will be doing when I am dead. So I take, I take, Natsukua, Shabozi, let's make Kauka, Nafuja, Naupatia, Nawasho, Ini Mwiliangu, Alafu Natsukua, Kadufu. So we on your culture, okay? Natsukua, Suku, Ile Ipele. Paul writes this, he is not 
John is not quoting the gospel. And he's not saying that this is what you are called the prophet. He says that when I testified, he began to teach me. And as he was teaching me, he did with me what he did on that day of the last hour. So what is an account of people who were there? And another one is like a count of a person who is very right. Christ is not in what the Holy Commission was. The Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and of the blood of the Lord. What does that mean? It means that whoever drinks this cup or drinks this blood in an unworthy manner, unworthy manner, 
does not mean that this person is a sinner or this person has sinned and then they can't be blood. Because you remember the Lord's table is served for people who are born again. Let me tell you something else that can confuse you. As it has been confusing me. Said one of the things of God are confusing me. The need. If you are saved, when you are saved, and because you are saved, you can see, but you are not a sinner. And it is confusing, huh? Because you are saved, you can see, but you are not a sinner. And now your, your brain is going haywire. Let me give you an example. How many times has God said he will do something for you and he did not believe it? How many times? If, you, if that has happened to you, put your hand up. Just put your hand up. Lest you see again. <laughs> so, God has told me you will do this thing for me and I lacked faith. And what does the scripture say about lacking faith? What does the scripture say about doing things without faith? It is what? It is what? Come on and say it again, it is. Does it make you a sinner? Does it make you a sinner? It does not make you a sinner because once you have been born again and been delivered from the identity of a sinner, you are a new creation. You are a new creation. The old nature can creep back in, but it does not take the essence of you being a new creation. Amen? Amen? You see, once the blast, this, this is not a leeway to sin. This is not permission to go out and sin. Because every time you go out and sing because you know this, then you are you are taking the Lord's table in an unworthy man. It is not a leeway to go back and sin. Amen. Amen. And you have to understand what God talks about. God, God says, come to me. Oh my God. Religion has taught us to repent before going to God. Religion has taught us to clean ourselves, then go to God when we are what? Clean. Scripture says that come to me. Those who are heavy, Kujeni Kwanza, na Uchakuweni, na Nitakuosha Utakuwa Safi Kuliko Bama. 
It says, enter into the throne of God with boldness. So, you do not need to go out of the presence to repent so that you can come into the presence because out of the presence there is no repentance. It is it is against the mechanisms and the systems of the spirit to go out and do something that can never be done unless you are in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. We're doing some rewire. We're doing some rewire. Because there are certain things, I said that there are certain things that we cannot get to do unless we are informed. And it is not informed having a stack of books. No, it is being informed on knowing how to work the supernatural realm. Amen. Amen. Sometimes, most of the times, the things of God are in reverse. They are in reverse of how we think. So, how can I go to a holy God when I'm not holy? Let me go fast and get holy, then come to a holy God. But God tells you that there can be no holiness without me. So you have to come to me first because I am the only one who can make you. And when you go out and make yourself holy, you come back with a holiness that cannot attain and cannot be compatible with the holiness of God. Come on, church. Let's go. But let a man is up himself, and so let him eat of the bread and of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in a worthy manner eats and brings judgment to himself, not discerning the whole. Not designing the body. We have to know. We have to know what the body is for, what the blood is for. Lest we bring judgment to ourselves for drinking and taking the cup in an unworthy manner. Amen. Amen. And it says, for this reason, many are sick, many are weak. And many are dying. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me make something clear. He's not saying for this reason, so that, like, he's not saying that we take the blood so that we do not be sick, be weak, or die. He's saying that we should not take the blood in an unworthy manner. Because every time we take the blood in an unworthy manner, we take up, we put blemish on the atonement of God. I told you that the blood is not for your healing. The blood is not to, to chase away the devil. The blood is not to keep the enemies away. The blood is to protect you from the wrath of God. So that when God sees us, he sees the blood. 
He says, when I will see the blood, I will pass over. Can I tell you something? That the devil has no power, authority over your life. The devil has no power, he has no authority over your life. The devil does not recognize the blood. He does not know the power of the blood. In the sense that when he comes and you have prayed and covered yourself with because we pray and cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus in anticipation of him coming. Scripture says that I have given you power and authority to trample over snakes and scorpions. It does not say I have given you the blood of Jesus. Yet in essence it is the blood of Jesus that reconciled us back to God so that we can get the power and the authority. Amen. 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 We'll continue from that. So, I started by saying that your maturity will be trained. Your maturity will be trained. Because you have grown. God wants you to grow also in being informed so that you do not become an ignorant Christian. And I say it is not the information of cramming scripture. It is the information of knowing the attributes of God so that you can begin to walk the realms of the spirit so that there can be an operation in the physical realm. So your maturity will be trained. God you are so gifted, you have all these things. How come you do not know the place to work the gifts that I have given you? Amen. 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 Have you ever prayed and quoted scripture? And at the back of your mind, you tell yourself that God watches over his word to perform it. And six months later, he's not watching. So he's not performing. It is good to pray what is scripture. It is good to pray what is scripture. It's very good. Sometimes it sounds educated, it sounds like you're reading your Bible. It sounds like you know stuff. Do you know that? The things are working for you. Do you know that scripture can become flesh? Do you know that scripture can become flesh? Scripture, who may watch to your day, but you can do in error. You can do in error. 
It's just in error. We're in error. When I'm up on my people. My people. Look at my people. Fairly Lack of words. Let's stand up. We put a pause. Now we continue. I pray that God will open up our, our ears, our eyes, our understanding. Maybe we will stay for the second service. There is something about today. There is something about today. There is something about today, and I can't wait to see it. Amen? Amen. 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 So we continue. Continue from there. Uh, walk around.